Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good. Scary good. And this crowd is going bananas. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I'm the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me, as always, is my friend and professional better. You know him on gambling Twitter as So Money Sports. And So Money, we fell into a trap. We, we did. Counted, we counted out the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and they made us eat our words uh, with a 6-2 <laughs> drubbing of the Colorado Avalanche in game three series now is two one. Uh, the Avalanche are still prohibitive minus three ten favorites to win the series lightning plus two fifty, but this line was minus six hundred and plus four fifty respectively before game three. So it obviously came down quite a bit after that performance from the Bolts. The early line for game four is a pick'em, the over under six, but there's a lot to talk about for this one. Let's first talk about just looking ahead with What's going to happen with the Colorado Avalanche goaltending situation? Darcy Kemper gets pulled. He did not look sharp at all. Pavel Franco comes in. He looks pretty good in, in relief. Yeah. I mean, you can't really judge that much. But now it just becomes a huge part of, of your handicap for, for game four because I don't think we're going to hear from Jared Bednar one way or the other who's starting. Yeah, and I mean, like this is this is what we talked about with Colorado, right? Like they just need average goaltending and like they're not – they didn't get that today. And – Kemper, we've talked about him throughout the season with his ups and downs, and sometimes he gets a little bit streaky. If you're Colorado, you're really hoping that this doesn't turn into one of his uh, downward streaks here. But I think you have to go back to him at this point. Bednar, you're right. He's not going to tip his hand, but I can't see I can't see a situation where you don't go back to him. And that, that becomes a very tough handicap because... Um, we know we have evidence of him kind of putting these clunkers together in bunches. So it's really tough to just say that he'll be totally fine next game with, with any sort of confidence at this point. Yeah. And I mean, the truth is he, he really hasn't been sharp for quite a bit. I know he pitched a shutout in game two, but the lightning had like 16 shots and yeah. very few of them were of any quality whatsoever. It was a seven, nothing win for Colorado. So it's not like he had anything to do in that game. So if you even if you just toss that one out as the outlier, the three games of the series, game one and game three that we're looking at, he he hasn't looked good. What complicates that even further is that on the other side of the ice, Andre Vasilevsky, after giving up an early goal that was then disallowed for offside um, and then giving up another goal in the first period to, to put the lightning down in a deficit, he then snapped into form. It's, it, it's eerily similar to what we saw in that. Ranger series where he he wasn't at his best for the first two games on the road, wasn't even at his best in the beginning of his first game back at home in game three of that series, and then snapped into form and and played really well, made some 10 bell saves uh, along the way. So that goaltending edge, just like, just like we saw with like the Leaf series and then the Ranger series, like it could start to really pay off for Tampa Bay here. And that's why right away, like this, the series has gone over, over, over. And I was on the under in the last one. I once again bet Vasilevsky to pitch a shutout just because I don't have any self-control at this point. And like, I, I'm, it's going to happen when I don't bet it. So I'm not backing myself into that corner. But I basically, I made a lot of bets on this game, the game three going under. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to abandon that ship for, for game four. 
because I think that while the Lightning might have maybe solved Kemper and Kemper's out of form, I do believe that Vasilevsky is going to do the heavy lifting in terms of the goaltending department to get us to our first under of the series uh, when these two teams meet again on Wednesday night. Yeah, I can I can certainly see that. Um, I would I get really hesitant on the on the under right now just because like like how we mentioned earlier that you need to have confidence that you're going to get something out of Kemper here. And um, I, I just don't know at this point. Now, if you're telling me that I can bet a plus money under six, well, I mean, that's that's going to change my calculus now, right? So if I do get a plus money under six, it's going to be very tough for me to uh, lay off that under because like you, like I would think that that's um, way too big of an adjustment after the way that the market has moved on this under both in game two and in game three. Um, and now we're getting a plus money under six. So, I mean, I can certainly make that case. Uh, and, and looking at the game line, like I said, it's a pick em right now, minus 110 both ways. This line could ping pong all over the place because we might see Nazem Kadri for game four. Nikita yeah. Kucherov left late in game four for the Lightning. He's obviously a very, very important player for them. Braden Point missed uh, game game three. So his status, I'm sure, is doubtful at this point for any games left in the series like and, and then also like we talked about with the goaltending so there's just a lot to have that we're going to have to sort through to get to um to get a bet on a side yeah and in a weird way like from game two to game three everybody was so infatuated with the avalanche because and it was hard not to be they just had outscored tampa bay 11-3 in the first two games of the series 7-3 at five on five and it wasn't even that close like they were just dominating the lightning and they really just took it took the series to them so looking at the avalanche as an underdog for the first time this entire postseason mind you uh when they closed as an underdog for game three it was really hard for i'm sure a ton of people to look away from that price on colorado for game three and now it's going to be the opposite where you're going to have to not get over zealous just because what you saw from the defending two-time defending champs and if this game once again closes in that range where Colorado, it's like either a pick them or maybe Colorado's a slight underdog, slight favorite, it does seem like you should probably, if you did believe in Colorado for game three, and this is not even, you know, this isn't in a vacuum, not counting what 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 you might hear about with Kucherov. If you were on Colorado in game three, it does kind of just make sense to go back to the avalanche here for game four. It does, absolutely. And I think that we touched on this before the series started that um how good both of these teams are at making adjustments game to game, right? So, and when you have two really good teams that that are really good at making these adjustments, you are prone to to these kind of blowouts sometimes because you have one team that's making those adjustments and they're very good at it. So I think that um, if you like Colorado at the plus money in game three, like I did, then I think that, you kind of have to go back to the well at that point. Like you said, there are some things to consider here with uh, with Kucherov and Kadri. Um, so that does kind of throw a wrench in there. But um, yeah, I, I was surprised. I was on record as being surprised that um, how Tampa Bay was not able to make that adjustment between game one and two. And they did between games two and three. So the series is kind of starting to get into that mold of what we were talking about with the adjustments that both teams can make. So I would suspect that Colorado is able to make the adjustments. um, And especially if Kucherov is out, well, now you have Kucherov out, you possibly have point out. Um, These, these are significant losses here for, 
um, Tampa Bay if that's the case. And I don't think Colorado would be a dog if Kucherov is out. But if they're anything close to that, then I think that with him out, then and you, you liked uh, Colorado in game three, there's no reason not to go back to them in game four. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I think the way that I'm going to be approaching this one, once again, with the Kucherov stuff, uh, notwithstanding, is is basically betting as if I'm expecting a low-scoring Colorado win uh, and right. making my bets off of that. One thing I was will note about Tampa Bay, I think we're back in that kind of boat, whereas if you think Tampa is going to win game four, you want you maybe bet Tampa in game three, you want to bet them again game four. I think you should, if you're going to bet Tampa to win game four, you should probably take a piece of the, the series line at plus 250. Yes. Um, you, yeah, you'll get the, a better price. It's if, if they, if they knock this thing at two, two and turn this series into a coin flip, I'm not saying that they should be favorites to win the series, but w- what we've seen out of this team is that as the series go on and on and on, I don't know if it's even that they get better. It's just, they don't how to navigate the murky waters of the business end of a best of seven series. So to anyone who is interested in, and, and is gung ho about betting Tampa Bay for game four, do yourself a favor and take a, a little bit of a, a riskier move and, and, play them to win the Stanley Cup at plus 250. Yeah, and and just to piggyback off that, like like the like other thing I would say that like if you do like Tampa Bay for the series, the Smythe market kind of opens up here because with Vasilevsky off to a poor start in the series um in 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 games 1 and 2, it kind of puts um and if 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 Kucherov is out for any length of time even if it's like a game um it does kind of bring a, a Steve Stamkos into the mix there. So I think that that he he would be an option where you might want to look because now they're going to be leaning on him quite a bit. And if Tampa Bay is showing that um, that they kind of want to want to get into these high event games, I don't think that they would want to. But if they are, then I think that um, Stamkos becomes um, becomes a pretty good look there for the Smythe. Yeah, I'm with you there. Definitely. Uh, Sam, because I, I don't think Palat's going to do it. He scored again tonight, but it's just he's it's like you said, it, it does seem like if if they are going to win the series and if Kucherov is compromised, it'll be Stamkos willing them over the line. But yeah, I mean, it's a series now. It's going to be interesting. And we wish you guys all the best of luck as we wrap up another episode of Line Change. We will see you after uh, game four. So that's Thursday morning. But until then, uh, best of luck with all your bets.